welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm Deborah. I'm here with my co-host, Tracy, this morning. Hello. Hello. Hi there. Hi. Hi. Yeah, so it's getting to be that time of the year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you know what I've noticed in social media and talking with my friends and family, everybody's starting to talk about New Year's resolutions. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and what I typically hear is people are talking about setting their goals to get healthier and manage money better. Yeah. And almost every divorce coach I know <laughs> would like to generate more revenue. So, <laughs> right? In this episode, here's what we want to do. We want to give you five simple strategies you can implement so you can earn more in your coaching business next year. That's what we're about today, right? Sign me up. Sign me up. You know, what is it about the start of a new year that makes us refocus on that 20 pounds we want to lose or the vacation we want to plan for or the business goals we want to reach? You know, I was curious about that. So I did a little research and I found this Forbes Health survey and found out the most popular resolutions people are making or thinking about for 2024 include this, 48% improved fitness, 38% improved finances, 36% improved mental health, 34% lose weight, 32% improve their diet. Mm. This survey also found, here's what's interesting, the average resolution lasts only 3.74 months. <laughs> Good intentions. Yeah. Only 8% of respondents tend to stick with their goals for one month. 22% last two months. 22% last three months. And only 13% last four months. Yeah. Mm. Now, I also found some other research by the Ohio State University Fisher College of Business. And they suggest that only 9% of Americans that make resolutions complete them or reach them. Mm. And their research also goes on to show that 23% of people quit their resolutions by the end of the first week. <laughs> One week. Screw it. I want pie. <laughs> I, want, I want vodka. Whatever their resolution. I'm not going to the gym. And 43% quit by the end of January. Yikes. So you said the word. We have good intentions. <laughs> not a not a whole hell of a lot of follow through. Right. <laughs> so those statistics don't sound too promising, right? Simply setting an intention doesn't seem to create the follow through necessary to accomplish the goal. The same goes for making more money in your coaching practice. Practice. Remember, recall the ICF International Coaching Federation survey that we reported: eighty percent of coaching businesses fail. Oh, 
Dismal statistics can make it feel like an impossible mission to achieve financial success as divorce coaching professionals. But these numbers only reflect those that don't succeed. There are so many that are hitting their revenue goals, and that is precisely why you must pay attention to the business side of your coaching practice. We're solopreneurs, right? We're doing it all. So if you want to make more in 2024, you need to set your sights on two basic things, getting more clients and gaining more confidence because more clients plus more confidence equals more revenue. So we're going to talk through the five things you can focus on that we believe will have the most impact on growing your client base and your confidence next year. Okay. Yeah. So our favorite consult call conversion. Okay. One critical KPI key performance indicator is your consult call conversion rate. What percentage of consult calls are you turning into paying clients? A consult call is an investment of your time and energy. So it is to your advantage to maximize the chances that one, that potential client scheduling the call is a good fit for you. And two, you're prepared to close the sale. Yes, we said sale because that's what a good consult call is. If your conversion rate is lower than you'd like it to be, we have some tips for you. First, 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 we encourage you to take our one-hour course, Consults the Clients, Having Conversations That Convert. It is available on our on-demand library for just $25, and it will give you the structure and a script for an intentional sales conversation. Again, yeah, we said sales conversation. Next, the key to a good consult call is to demonstrate value without offering any coaching. What? 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 You say what? How do you show that potential client you're good at coaching without coaching? Mm. This is an art, but one that you can absolutely perfect. And it essentially sounds like this. If we were to work together, we would address your dot, dot, dot pain point by doing dot, dot, dot. Okay. Your X's and your Y's for the perfect formula. For example, it sounds like you have a lot of worries around what your finances would look like and how you would support yourself if you were to move ahead with divorce. Pain point. Pain point. Okay. If we were to work together in a coaching relationship, we would gather information about your marital finances, explore your personal financial needs and goals, prioritize what's most important to you and work to develop strategies and proposals that align your settlement decisions with your goals. Oh, ah, no coaching, <laughs> no coaching, right? If they say yes, cue the confetti and begin your onboarding process, whatever that looks like for you. And if they say no, or aren't ready to engage, don't neglect the follow-up. Thank them for their time recap their pain points and let them know you'll be there when they're ready. I've had clients contact me two years after a consult call because they had a great experience and I stayed in touch. Yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. We have to be good at consult call conversion. Absolutely. And and we have to track it. We have to track it. Yes. How are you doing? And if you're not doing okay, what are you going to change? Okay. Number two, we have to know where our consult calls are coming from. So another important KPI, key performance indicator to track is to know where these clients are finding you. Where are they coming from? Now, the longer you've been practicing, the more you should expect to begin seeing referrals from past clients. But in the earlier stages, you want to use this metric to determine where to focus your marketing efforts. You can collect this information on an intake form if you do that prior to the consult call or more casually just by asking how they heard about you during your conversation. You need to review this data monthly or at least quarterly so that you can make adjustments accordingly. Mm -hmm. If you are spending 15 hours a week or more posting and interacting on social media and making TikToks and reels and stuff, but notice you've only gotten two consult calls and that only resulted in one paying client in six months, then that warrants evaluation from a financial investment perspective. Yes. Look, (laughs) look, if your billing rate is $150 an hour, then you've just invested more than $54,000 of your time in six months to get one paying client. That's a crappy ROI, return on investment. Absolutely. Just starting out, that might be acceptable to you. But the reason it's important to track this is because if it remains flat for several quarters or a year, it's time to reevaluate your strategy. Yeah. Now, the other thing is, if you're spending hundreds or thousands of dollars to belong to professional organizations, how many consult calls are those relationships or those listings generating for you? Again, are you getting an acceptable return on your investment? Is it trending up? Is it trending down? Is it staying the same? Because you have two resources available to you, time and money, and they should both be working hard to generate clients and revenue, and you need to be tracking them, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So where are these, yes, where are these consult calls coming from? And is that working for you or do you need to make adjustments? Yeah. So now client satisfaction. Yeah. Number if three. You rocked their world, every past client should be sending you three new clients. It's our multiplication process. Okay. Happy, satisfied clients will do your marketing for you. If your consult calls are not showing up with referrals as a source, what could be the reason for that? It is absolutely worth investigating. What is your process when you close out a coaching relationship with a client? Do you schedule a final session? Do you solicit feedback? Are you intentionally asking what you did well, how you delivered value, or where you could improve? Have you directly asked them to mention you to friends? Hmm. 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 Divorce coaching is event-based. We talk about it all the time right? It's a catch and release program. We typically only work with clients for a finite period of time. When your work with them is complete, it is important for both of you to acknowledge everything you've accomplished together. Together. It's not only time of celebration, but it reminds the client of all of the value you provided. 
Remember, throughout their divorce process, they have made, they more than likely have been in survival mode. Offering a brief wrap-up session can go a long way in helping them see clearly how much you truly supported them, right? Right. An alternative may be to send out a client satisfaction survey to purposefully solicit feedback and testimonials. If you give the option to submit responses anonymously, you increase the chances that you might get some hard to hear, but really helpful and important information. This is definitely a time to stay grounded in your growth mindset, growth mindset, and listen for ways to improve your client's experience, right? There's no shame in that game. Remember, existing clients are your best source of new clients. So you, you got to figure out what's working and celebrate that. Right. And remind the client, right? They have trauma brain. Divorce yeah. is traumatic. So have that final session or send that survey. Okay. So that was about clients. Let's talk a little bit about confidence. Okay. Let's talk about continuing education. We founded Divorce Coaches Academy because we wanted to create a professional community. But primarily, we saw that advanced continuing education was the missing link for most divorce coaches to create and sustain successful practices. The attrition yeah. rate was atrocious. Atrocious. Between the challenges of solopreneurship and the ever-changing landscape of divorce, continuing to learn and grow is critical to staying in the game. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about what professional development does for you. It expands your knowledge base. Continuing ed opportunities expose you to new ideas, solidify your knowledge, and increase your expertise in our field. You know, no matter how much I think I know, I learn something from every coach, every mentor, and every instructor I've come in contact with. Absolutely. I'm challenged to expand my viewpoint, examine my bad habits, reflect on my limiting beliefs, question my own assumptions, and open my mind to a new way of looking at the world. And that makes me a better coach every single time. Yes. Or it affirms that I'm doing a rocking job, which is also and valuable, right? For confidence. Absolutely. All right. Investment in continuing education improves your coaching skills. It helps solidify your business strategies and gives you that confidence. There's a popular TED Talk on confidence by Professor Richard Petty from The Ohio State University where he explains that confidence is not something we're born with. It's developed by trying something new, failing, and then finally mastering it. That then sets us up to try something even harder, fail at it, master it, and gain even more confidence. Professional development, continuing education, challenges you to keep challenging yourself so that you can scale that mountain of accomplishments and keep growing your confidence. Yeah. Okay. Additional training and expertise offers you the potential to expand your programs and services. Revenue. Mm -hmm. From a business perspective, being able to offer a specialized package or speak directly to an area of specialty increases your marketability. It gives you the chance to reach a new potential client base. Additional certifications or specializations also increase your credibility. They help you stand out and may allow you to raise your rates over time. 
Yes. And finally, you're going to have networking opportunities to meet others in the industry. They may become referral partners, collaborators, or otherwise help grow or accelerate your business. Not every coach is right for every client. So having relationships with other divorce divorce coaches also provides a rich referral network. It could provide opportunities to guest blog, be a podcast guest, share resources, or team up to offer groups, summits, or other client services. Do not underestimate the value of continuing education to elevate your practice. Absolutely. And then mentorship, right? Uh, One of my favorite favorite topics, right? Any of you who know me, I'm all about the mentorship, right? Who is supporting you, encouraging you, inspiring you, and holding you accountable to your goals? If you want to earn more in 2024, I love that, by the way, it's time to work smarter, not harder, and mentorship is the answer. Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, said the fastest way to change yourself is to hang out with people who are already the way you want to be. Yeah. Yeah. If you truly want to take your divorce coaching skills and divorce coaching business to the next level, you need to be working with someone who is already there. Mentor coaching is every student's favorite part of training for a reason. It's where they get a glimpse of their own potential, right? I see that. I want it. Okay. We encourage you to hire someone to work with privately or join our case consultation and mastermind group to get the professional mentoring that will take you where you want to go. A professional practicing divorce coach who is experiencing success will give you feedback, help you get clarity and boost your confidence. While there are plenty of business coaches, social media coaches, and others who say they can support you The truth is that divorce coaching is not like any other business. It's not even like any other kind of coaching business. Mm -mm. As a divorce coach, you're not just building a practice to earn an income. You're helping to build the reputation of a whole new profession. Your individual success depends not only on your skill, but on your ability to be recognized as an ADR professional who deserves a seat at the table. Making sure you are practicing to your full potential and at the highest level is good for you and good for opening doors for the profession of divorce coaching as a whole, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So consult call close rate, conversion rate, where your consult calls are coming from, right? Mm. Client satisfaction. Continuing education and mentorship. These are the five tips we have for you. You know, there there are people and programs that will sell you this dream of earning sixty or seventy thousand dollars your first year of divorce coaching, mm-hmm. and we really <laughs> wish we could tell you that's the norm, but it's far from it. Far from it. The average coach, according to most studies we've read, earns in the neighborhood of thirty thousand dollars a year. So if that's your goal just a side gig to make a little extra spending money, then sit tight. You're doing great. Mm-hmm. But if you want to earn a living, like a real living, and truly help change the experience of divorce for families, then you're going to need to do more than hang up a shingle and wait for clients to show up. Yep. Right. And if that sounds harsh, 
I apologize, but I want to go back to that statistic that four out of five coaches fail. You must not only be excellent at coaching. Skills are only part of this equation. You also have to be intentional about the way you approach your business. Yeah. You have to be committed to your own success. And sometimes that is looking in the mirror. There are some hard things to look at in that process. But if you're setting the goal, you need to be able to be committed to that goal for yourself, right? So we have absolute confidence. I do. Deborah, you do too, right? Absolute confidence. <laughs> it is. It breaks our heart. It breaks our heart when we see wonderful professional divorce coaches leaving the practice because they were unable to build their practice to a level in which they could earn a living. And yes, we all want to earn a living, right? We want to be valued for the work that we do. So that takes some work. Okay. Yes. It takes some examining and assessing of your business practices, as well as your business goals and what you're doing in that commitment to that process for you. Yeah. So with that said, we do want you to make more in 2024. We are excited that you are joining us and hope that we can share a whole nother year of wonderful and exciting opportunities to grow and develop yourself in the practice of divorce coaching as alternative dispute practitioners. All right. Thanks, everyone. We look forward to seeing you soon. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.